Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of Leader Talks with the MYC. My name is Matt Taylor. I'm the host of this podcast where we believe one simple truth. Leadership is universal language. So whether you're in ministry, whether you're in corporate, whether you're in both, whether you're in Mississippi or anywhere else in the world, there's something here for you to learn from, to grow and continue to be the best leader that you can be. But I'm super pumped today, man. I've got a friend in the house. I have a good friend of mine, another person on staff here at the assembly, Lexus Price. Lexus, say hey to everybody, man. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, dude, we're so (laughs) pumped to have you in the house, dude. Tell us a little bit about you. You have so many nicknames. We call you Poofy. We call you Maui. We call you Lexus. All the things. And so, like, tell us about you. Who is Lexus Price? All right. Well, like you said, I'm Lexus, a.k.a. Poofy. That's what I usually go by. You know, you some kids come up to me and say Maui, and they call me Maui because apparently i look like maui so there is no apparently bro. you look just like him <laughs> i didn't i didn't think i did like when i remember the first time i ever got called that i was walking down walmart me and my buddies used to just go to walmart because there's nothing else to do and it was right after the movie came out and there was a uh maui toy just sitting there and then one of my friends just it was walked, you bro <laughs> no, one of my friends just walked by. He's kind of like, you know, just really crazy, just always saying random stuff. And he was like, look, bro, it's you. And I just like looked at it. I was like, what? No, no. And then people everywhere started calling me Maui. So I guess I do look like him. Well, bro, it's for good reason. Like, absolutely yeah. good reason. So here we go real quick. Normally we wait till the end, but because they're going to want to see you, they want to see your face. Go ahead. How can they connect with you on like Facebook or Instagram? What, what's your handle? All right. Well, on Instagram, I am I underscore am underscore poofy. And on Facebook, I'm just Lexus Price. That's right. West Point represent. Let's go. Amen. Amen. Uh, so ride the green wave. And uh, But yeah, dude, look, you look just like, I, I don't know anybody else that I can think of that says that The Rock tries to be like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I, I don't know of anybody else, but it's you. You are that guy. So I'm just saying, when you got it, you got it, dude. <laughs> it's just natural, man. I didn't even want to be. Didn't I, see? I, I took it as an insult at first. <laughs> I took it as an insult at first. <laughs> hey, but you know what? It's a game changer. You should go to Disney World and try out, bro, and watch what happens. Your life will be changed. They'll get you some cool tribal tats, bro. You'll be, <laughs> you'll be rolling. Well, hey, so today we're talking about the heart of a leader. Uh, in our last podcast, we talked about confidence. We've talked a lot about some different practical things uh, just to make people a, a better leader, whether that's in their marriage, whether that's in their workplace, um, where, wherever they find themselves, they have an opportunity to lead. And so we've kind of been gearing towards that. Well, today, kind of want to dive into the why, like the heart of what leadership actually is. And so in church, you know, Lexus, you were here today. You were in Columbus. I was in Starkville. So we yeah. preached, PJ yeah. and I preached two entirely different messages, but it's around the same thought being having coming to death to position, right? So we're in a series called Dead Man Walking. And, uh, and it's basically this idea where people need to see something in you die as you become more like Jesus. So last week was pride. This week was position. So for us in Starkville, we kind of talked about the idea of, of the Apostle Paul. And I don't want to spend too much time just rehashing a sermon, but I think it's important to kind of lay out the details so we can kind of know, have a basis of understanding where we're going. And so Paul lays out in the Philippians, uh, to the Philippian church in Philippians chapter three, all his credentials of why he should, if anybody were to have confidence and boldness in their position, it would be him. If anybody was a good leader, it would be him. But he says at, at the end of the day, he counts it all as worthless. He counts it all as rubbish because he wants to be like Christ. Yeah. So then we look at the life of Jesus, right? So if Paul 
Paul says for, for the credentials that he had, which were incredible. Uh, he says, if all that is worthless comparing to be like Jesus, and we take a look at Jesus at the end of the day, after everything he said and did, he comes with a statement. He said, the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. So at the heart of every leader is to serve those around us. And so, uh, Poofy, how you kind of got on the call today or this podcast, man, we were just hanging out after staff meeting. I was like, dude, why don't you come? Because as I was just thinking about our talk today, revolving around the heart of a leader, bro, you have it, man. So I'm just so glad that you're here. I don't know if you're going to be able to chime, if you want to chime in and say a whole lot or not, man, you're welcome to say whatever you want to chime in at any point. You can hit me if you hear loud <laughs> in the back or whatever, <laughs> you know, to wait a little bit. If you don't hear me, call 911. I don't know. It's, you could take be a, a little too late. Be, <laughs> by the time this post, that'd be, that'd be bad. You, well, um, you're going to be all right by the end because you posted it. So. <laughs> <laughs> or did I? Oh, Ooh, we don't know. Um, but yeah, man. So I just, when I think, and I, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, man, when I think of of, of someone who has a heart of a leader, I think of you. You, you've got it, man. I you are con- you are constantly serving. You're constantly loving. You're giving of yourself. You're doing the jobs that no one else wants to do. You never complain. You never whine. And dude, you you just embody Jesus to me in that. So I just want to say thank you and appreciate you and, and send you some love, man. Uh, and and so kind of tying in what that looks like, not only for the church, what, what does serving look like for us in, in the business place too? Because again, going back to that thought, leadership is universal language. And in Lexus, man, you've got different roles here at the church. You serve not only um, as our building and maintenance guy, overseeing just all of our campuses, making sure everything's running, going well, but also the production side. And so some of the ministry that you do is more hands-on and not so much like platform ministry. And I think that's important because the heart of a leader is the same whether you're doing behind the scenes production room, maintenance, or leading people from a platform. It all comes from the same place, and you have to have a right heart. And uh, I just go back to my days with AT&T, and I were just talking about it. And uh, it was still the days of a young Matt Taylor man, just <laughs> left the car lot, finally figured out how to iron his shirt. And, uh, and I go to AT&T, my training was in New Orleans, and we had, <laughs> we had a guy, um, and his name was Todd. It was either Tim or Todd. I can't remember because he said, now he said when he was upset, he was Tim or Todd. But when he was in a good mood, he was either Tim or Todd. I can't remember that, but I do remember what he taught us. And so one of the most important things in AT&T, if you've ever been into an AT&T store, uh, if you've ever been a part of a, an AT&T program, all the employees have this thing called a f- the five key behaviors. And so for us, I, company policy may have changed. It's been a long time since I've been there, but we were required to have it on us at all times. And so Uncle Todd taught us that there are the five key behaviors were W, gum, W, W, G, U, M, W. And how, how we were to remember that was we were to welcome the customer when they came to the store. We would give them our undivided attention, use their name often, maintain a positive attitude, walk them to the door. The customer never touched the door. Anything the customer needed, we served them. We did it for them. So as they were coming in, just paint the picture. We open the door. Welcome. Hey, so-and-so. Or we, if you don't know their name, hey, my name is Matt. Welcome to at t It's so good to see you. Tell me your name. And they would say, give me a name. Uh, Shirley. <laughs> Shirley, thank you so much for coming to at t today. My name is Matt. How can I help you today? And now I'm looking you in the eyes. 
watching you every move you're watching me we're having this beautiful eye connection eye contact right now <laughs> and then we're figuring out what it is that you need so throughout this process i'm going to use your name surely often i'm going to say well surely we're going to get that squared away for you don't you worry don't you worry buddy don't you worry it's just i would say <laughs> um, and so we would use your name because people love to hear their name. And then so maintain a positive attitude. You may be having the worst thing ever. Your number may have gone to another company because someone transferred it out or whatever actually happened. That was fun. And uh, and so and then but through this, hey, Shirley, we're going to take care of you. We're going to get this squared away. Don't you worry. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be good. We're going to get this resolved. And then by the time we resolve your issue, I'll walk you to your door uh, or to the door of the store, open the door, and then you walk out. You never touch the door coming in and you never touch it going out. I'm here as part of the company to serve you. And so I thought, man, that is such good, just a good practical servant leadership for people. And so even in the church world, man, we have greeters at the door. And then, you know, our greeters here, they're there to open. They're there to serve. Our guests don't open the door yep. when they come in. They're there. Yep. there. And so for our church family, it's not like an AT&T store, but you have new people coming in. And what's the first thing our greeters say? They're like, hey, my name is, it's so good to see you. What's your name? Yeah. And, and we, we have incorporated some of these things along the way that, uh, that just mean a world of difference. And so, Lexus, in your opinion of welcoming the customer or welcoming a guest to church, giving them your undivided attention, using their name often, maintaining a positive attitude or being with them as they exit and leave their property of those five, what do you think is the most important? All right. Say them again. So you've got welcome the customer, right? They're coming. They're welcome. The guest they're coming to giving them your undivided attention. So like we're just, I'm all in, in this moment using their name often maintaining a positive attitude and then escorting them out after service is over. Of those, now they're all important, yeah. but, but what yeah. what stands out to you? What do you think is, is one of the most important ones? I would say it would be, it would probably be between the undivided attention and the positive attitude. Yeah. But I would, if I was to pick, I would say positive attitude because I know I respond a lot better to positive attitude, you know? Yeah. So I, that for me, that would be the big difference because you don't want to walk in and just be, have someone being rude to you the whole time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Or maintain like undivided attention, but it's like cold and awkward. Exactly. Like I'm just staring yeah. at you. Yeah. What are you doing here? Go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really weird. <laughs> Can I help you, sir? <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah. So I, I agree with that, man. The, the positive attitude goes a long way. And it's interesting because like you said, so often we feed off of each other, right? Mm -hmm. The energy in the room. And you have some people uh, that are that are like thermostats, and you have some people that are thermometers. And what I mean by that is you have some people that can set the tone of the room. Mm -hmm. You have some people that adjust to the tone. Yeah. And so if people come in and they see this warm, welcoming environment, that's huge. You know, the reason why AT&T wants you to do that is because they want you to feel welcomed at home and then trust them as they begin to sell you product. Mm -hmm. And so for the church, we're not here to try and sell you a product. We're here to live out this life for Jesus. And yeah. so... What's interesting to me is AT&T banks the volume of their sales, their service, everything they do around these five principles. Now, don't get me wrong. Like they do training stuff for the different product. And I think, you know, it's not like we just came in one day and figured out how to use the production system. We had to do some training for it. But when it comes to adding value to it, recruiting for it, it doesn't just happen. You know, people coming to the church, they're not just going to come to our church just because we have things. 
right? They're not going to come just because we have this cool new sign out front or we've got an awesome production value with lights and with streaming or with whatever. They're there because of how they feel. And so AT&T figured that out, even from, from a store standpoint, even from corporate America retail sales, it's how the customer feels. The king of that, bro, who, who is the king of customer service? You already know. When we drive through, they say, my pleasure. Oh, yeah. It's Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, man. Chick-fil-A. They get it, dude. They get it. <laughs> and it's all about how you feel. And that's why you always go back for the Lord's chicken. At least I do. Um, and so for, for us, those are some valuable lessons, you know, helping people come feel welcomed and loved, giving them undivided attention. And and here's the thing, you know, for us, uh, on Sunday morning, as we're getting ready for the production room, we're in a spot that's isolated, that's away from people, but that doesn't mean that we can't go out and hang out with people. We just know there's, there's, there comes a cutoff time. Yeah. Not to be rude, but that's not an excuse for us to not be with people. You know, we go out there, we hang out and we connect and we give them undivided attention for the time that we have to give. And so I think it's so easy for leaders, man, for us to kind of come in and just try and justify why we can't do something instead of trying to figure out ways that we can. In which, if you haven't yet, go tune in just for the quick recap of Finding Your Way to Yes Part 3 on the podcast. For those that are listening, man, it gives you seven different ways how you can overcome objections and find your way to yes. Quit trying to justify your way out of something, but find your way to success and how you can do something. But anyway, tying it back into... Welcome the customer, your guest, give them undivided attention, use their name often, maintain a positive attitude, and walk them to the door. I think another one, too, is using their name. Like everybody, I mean, the name can be, whether it be a nickname or whether it be your regular name, can be one of the most joyful things that you hear as a person because someone is calling you. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'll be the first to admit that if I'm in a, if I'm in a position, I'm going to tell myself, where I forget someone's name, if I don't remember it, I'm going to go safe. Hey, man, what's up, dude, bro? So happy to see you. How's the family? How's everybody going? And I'll kind of fish for clues. But if I'm able to say, Lexus, man, what's up, dude? It's a whole new yeah. dynamic. And I really think that has been um, a secret sauce for many ministries is just slowing down long enough, giving undivided attention, learning people's names, and just being kind and serving them that way. And so I love it, man. You have anything you want to add to that? Well, I mean... As far as I just want to kind of talk about, uh, I guess my experience and why I serve a little. Is that okay? Serving. Go for it, man. Okay. But oh, um, I mean, when I started out here, I mean, uh, I was actually just kind of. I just my whole point was I just wanted to do something for the church, and we were. Uh, I was going to start saving money for the missions trip, but my biggest thing was I wanted to help the church out since they were going to be helping me out. Yeah. And then as that turned into like an actual job, but um, my big one of the things I didn't want to do was put the church at a hard spot to pay me. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, all that to say is just like what I believe as far as the uh, um, the biggest what I believe as far as what what it takes to have that servant heart is to um you have you have to love what you're doing. And not, not do it for whatever anything, but helping. You know, as far as far yeah. as it, it's taking me a minute to get out, but yeah. um, as far it's just to help, to truly help. You're not getting anything out of it. That's that's pretty much the biggest thing for me. Is you're doing it because it's going to help this person out. And one one of the biggest things I always think about when I help Mandy, 
Yeah. But, you know, Mandy hates to ask. Oh, my gosh. So, she, in fact, she's somewhere around here right now doing something off on her yeah, own, not yeah. wanting help because Mandy doesn't. Mandy loves to be the one to help. Hates yeah. asking for help. We love you, Mandy. And so, like, I mean, I don't I'm not going to say we kind of butt heads because we don't. It's just I, I'm willing to help. And she doesn't want to put someone in a position where she feels like they have to. And so it's I'm all the time like, Mandy, do you need help? And she's like, no, I got and I'm, I have to. You know, be like, I got you, Miss Man. <laughs> you know, but please hand that to me. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Um, but you know, that's that's also another beautiful dynamic to that whole heart of a leader because Mandy's doing the same thing. She's yeah. just wanting to serve. Yeah. And so she's seeing it as a responsibility for her uh just to just to do whatever it is. And so it's always fun. Uh, I, because I still get in spots, man. Used to, used to, I would struggle and do the same thing with, you know, empowering people to to go make those decisions and to go out and serve. Now it's it's just fun, and just because I, I like watching other people do it and do well. And yeah. so, like, even let's go back to you know talking about that the summer internship deal where you started off serving, just working around the church to help raise money for a missions trip, yeah. and how that has turned into now you are the guy for building and maintenance. You literally created your own position because you were working hard, you were committed, and you stuck with it. Now, I'm not saying that that's everybody's story, that that's going to work out. If you hang in there in the next six months, you're going to see that full-time position open yeah. up. But that was that was the dynamic that changed everything. You didn't come to work looking for a paycheck. You came to work looking how you could make a difference. And as you continued to do that, and it didn't matter what was asked of you, how hard the work was, you jumped in, you did it, you made you added value to the business side of church. Yeah. And so in in people could sometimes struggle with that of this concept. Well, the church isn't a business. No, no, it's not. But there's a company called the electric company that needs money to yeah. pay for the bills. We have lights in the church and those lights need to be replaced and air filters need to be changed and carpets need to be cleaned and tiles need to be fixed. And there's a multitude of things that go on just the day to day so we can function on Sunday and have church. So I, I get the idea that, no, we're not a business and, and people coming on Sunday morning aren't, aren't our customers. But it's people were there to serve and to love, and how we serve them and love them is we take care of home. And because you took care of home so well, you did it consistently. It's created opportunity for you. And you know, I, I go back into into my story, man. That's how I got into ministry, bro. In 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 every area that I have seen growth in my life is because I came to serve. Again, yeah. not with I'm doing this with the intent of trying to to get this next step, get this next position, this next promotion. It just it's a phrase we use here at the assembly. I wanted to win at home. I'm just going to win at what's asked of me. So I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. And I'm going to do that to the best of my ability. And if you go back, you did those things. You gave things your undivided attention. You maintain a positive attitude through it. Now, obviously, you're not going to go to an air filter and be like, hey, Mr. Air Filter, nice <laughs> to see you today. Mr. Air Filter, I'm going to change you out. Don't you worry, buddy. It's going to be good. Right? But but those dynamics, you didn't get the job because of how skilled you were at being building and maintenance. You got it because you maintain a positive attitude and you gave it your undivided attention and you served. And so at and right. You know, that's, that's, I'm not saying that's hard for me to say because there were some several things where, you know, differences of opinion, I guess you can say, but Hey, that's their company. They're right to do that. Um, but, but at t absolutely got it right with those five key behaviors. You do those five things. Well, everything kind of seems to fall in line. And so it's amazing what happens when we slow down, we give things attention we love it authentically just for loving it. We maintain a positive attitude through it and we see it all the way to the end, man, things happen. So 
I love it, man. Well, look, dude, we are here at the end of the podcast. It's hard to believe. 20 minutes just already kind of came and went. But do you have any last seconds of wisdom that you just want to drop? I mean, just just help to help. Don't try to get anything out of it. I mean, that's the same with, uh, you know, what you say, the corporate world. You know, when you're trying to move up the, the ladder, you, you make yourself available for them. And they'll see that hard work. Bro, and it comes to pass, man. I love it. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in today, listening to Leader Talks with the NYC. My name is Matt and my good friend, my pal, my buddy, Lexus Poofy Price, who's in the (laughs) building today. Uh, And again, Lexus, tell them how they can connect with you. Uh, I underscore am underscore Poofy on Instagram, and it's just Lexus Price on Facebook. There we go. And hey, my name is Matt. You can find me at Matt to the Taylor, Matt number two, the Taylor on both Facebook and Instagram. We'll love to connect with you and Poofy. I've got some really cool news, man. Starting next week. Christy is coming on as the co-host. So I am excited. She's coming in. Uh, Life and the stars have finally aligned for it to work out. And so we're so, so pumped about that. And hey, man, we're going to have you back on another time. You just can talk about whatever you want to. You're going to dominate the conversation. Uh, Maybe I can... Have something ready. Instead of, <laughs> Not just, I didn't know just, I was going to be on it yeah, today. <laughs> yeah, just pull you from staff. And be, hey, let's go. Let's go do this thing. Um, but hopefully you heard Lexus's heart and you can see how incredible of a man he is and a leader that he is. And it's not about the good things that we do accomplish, but it's the heart we have in the, in the things that we do. And so, hey, we just want to encourage you. Leadership is a universal language. Take what you learned today. Allow it to make you a better spouse, a better friend, a better coworker, a better leader, and whatever it is that you're doing, let it make you better. So the last five key behaviors one last time, welcome, give undivided attention, use the name often, maintain a positive attitude, and see it all the way through. Until next time, we love you guys. This is Matt and Leader Talks, and we look forward to seeing you next Monday.